Hi guys, hello Performa Heroes, Performa Nation. Welcome to the Performa Popcast. Thank you for listening, first of all. And um, I'm your host, Peter Sirs. You guys know me. Um, today, you guys, I'm very excited to bring, you know, if you've been listening to this episode from the very beginning, which I'm sure all of you have, uh, <laughs> you know that this, ep- this show has been a mixture of people that I know personally that I've gotten to introduce to you guys. And then we've also been able to get to know some interesting people together. So uh, this week, our, my guest is something that I, I did have the pleasure of working with that I know. So I'm very excited because um, she's kind of uh, become this whole different thing now uh, over the last couple of years. So I'm excited for you guys to meet her and we're going to learn all about. Um, she's first of all, she's a mom. She's got two children, um, Oliver and I forget your new baby's name. Orlando. 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 And Eddie. And Eddie, why did I say Oliver? God damn it. Uh, and uh, she's, she's a Kundalini, Kundalini yoga teacher and a personal trainer. And like I said, I used to, we used to actually work together at a place that's no longer open, uh, RIP to model fit. But ladies and gentlemen, Performination, give a warm welcome to Joey Ruggiero. Hi, Pete. Hi. How do I look? Do I look the same? Do I look different? You look exact, no, exactly the same. Totally ageless, timeless, Pete. And the reason why you can't get Orlando's name right ever is because you thought that I should name him Peter. <laughs> I, I think that I was ever- pregnant and you're like, how's Peter? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I say that to everybody. I just want one person to be like, hey, I'm naming my son Peter. I'd be like, yes. Your time will come. Don't worry. Yeah, Don't worry. Your time will, will come. But well, you know what's funny though? This is sorry, listeners. Um, I will not name my son Peter. <laughs> like I'm no I Pete Jr. No. Oh, because I'm Pete Jr. I'm Pete Jr. Oh, you and- are. Well, then you gotta you have a third. No, That's no. cool. No, oh, I don't like it. I don't right? like it. For a number of reasons. One, because obviously, even though I'm not 100% Latino, Mexican, um, I that's what I look like mostly on the exterior. So that I always, and growing up in a Mexican neighborhood, I just always felt like my name was, you know, for lack of better terms, too white, you know, like I was like, I had a white name. Okay. And also, and also because like, I could not think of anybody cool with the name Peter. Hmm. Mm. like pete tong the like I don't, epic dance dj techno house like uh artist of all time i'm gonna be honest joy i don't know who that is oh my god when pete, were you born before you <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know who that is pete tong yeah, Pete Tong. He like you know he did that. Okay, I'm not gonna sing. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Forget it. I mean, it would Forget be the first. It would, you would be the first person to sing on this podcast. It's okay. No, it's I'm okay. not gonna do it. Okay, we'll we'll Google it. We'll have we'll have our Googlers, our, our listeners. I said our Googlers, our listeners. Google Pete Tong. Have it back back yeah. checked. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I will not name my son Peter the third. Um, I just won't. So, you know, maybe if you have a third boy, you can think think about it. I'll think about, I'll think yeah. about it. Cause yeah. Um, so first of all, how are you? I'm great. 
I'm great. Yeah. My, uh, my second son is four months old now. So I've just been starting to get back to work, uh, slowly, you know, getting back to clients and teaching and all that. But, um, this time has actually been really, really sweet for us. We've had the luxury of being able to be, um, you know, largely just at home with the family and, and watching the boys grow is like cliche, but so, so tremendously such a huge gift like really 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 special I'll take your word for it Joy (laughs) (laughs) I know I could tell I could tell I I, I'm not opposed I think people have this notion that I don't want kids I just don't want them right now you know yeah yeah like you're gonna be a great dad though you know that right yeah I do And, and 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 if I'm being honest it's probably going to make me really soft to be a parent. Like, not like physically, like I'm going to become like a softie. Cause I'm already pretty sensitive. Like Ashton knows, you know, my joy knows my girlfriend as well. Um, like I cry a lot. And mm-hmm. even though I have like a rough exterior sometimes. So I think like, cause like I have like my nephews and stuff. And like, when I get around them, it's like, it's a different feeling, you know? So I, I can't imagine what it would yeah. be like. And heaven forbid, your heart. He- Go ahead. I was gonna say, heaven forbid, heaven forbid, if I had a girl, like, then I would just be like, and you will. No, you, yeah. you will. I don't know though. Right I, don't, I don't know no. if I will because my mom had all boys, mm-hmm. and then my brother, my other brother has a son, and then my other brother wow. had two boys initially. And then they did something. I don't know what. I hope it wasn't like a curse or something, but they managed to have a girl. But other than that, it was all boys on my family. So I don't know. Yeah. And they do say that it is like a a hereditary thing. Like you, you have more likelihood to make more boys if you come from a family of boys. But I think you'll get a girl and she's going to like rip your heart out. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, I hope not, but yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so I, I actually, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this show, um, one, just because you're obviously very interesting and I like you because we worked together, um, but I'm fascinated by this kundalini yoga thing because I, I don't, and I'm sure that a lot, maybe some of our listeners know about it, you know, um, but from all I know, honestly, is that it's very breathing oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's literally all I know. Right. That's, that's a great <laughs> place to start. That's okay. a great place to start. So um, just to give you some context, my mom has been practicing Kundalini yoga since the seventies, since it first was introduced to the West. Um, so I kind of grew up with, with it in my vernacular, so to speak. Um, but I didn't really start like practicing it as a, as a daily personal practice until my adult life, um, when I needed it, because, um, you know, when you're a kid, you're like unstoppable, like no one could possibly mess with you. And then you get to be 30 and you're like, Oh, actually like I need to calm my mind a little bit. I'm crazy. So, um, you know, I, I picked it up again in, in my adult life just to, you know, just to be able to do life better. Um, and, uh, the thing about Kundalini is it's, 
It does. It, it uses all of the pillars of the physical and mental bodies in order to, to essentially gain awareness. And that's all that Kundalini yoga is. It's the yoga of awareness. And what I'm talking about when we're talking about awareness, it's, you know, how can I be more aware of how my psyche works? How can I not get caught in the traps of my triggers? Uh, how can I, you know, use my intuition more and kind of move through space in a way that is more aware and more able to uh, navigate this thing called human life on earth, which is like already its own, you know, it's fraught with its own trials and tribulations. So um, yeah, it's a lot of breathing and like chanting. And it was funny, I was telling someone today and they were like trying to like make me feel better. And I, I was like, no, no, it's weird. And he's like, no, it's not weird. It's not weird. I'm like, it's weird. <laughs> like you've got your arms up, you're breathing all heavy. Like, trust me, I've been around this long enough to know it's weird. Wait, you, got your, you got your arms up. What do you mean? Like, together? oh yeah. Well, you know, sometimes some of the postures, some of the postures are like familiar. Like if you come from like a, um, a, a Hatha yoga background, you know, some of the postures might be familiar to you, but like some of the postures are literally just, you're holding your arms at a 60 degree angle for seven minutes, oh. <laughs> 11 minutes, 22 minutes. Like, let's see how long you can hold your arm up. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, really it's, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's weird, but <laughs> Like the, uh, what else can I say about it? It's totally weird, but it works. It really, really works. And at least for me, it does. You know, I can't say for everyone out there that Kundalini Yoga is going to be the thing. But um, what I do like about it is that no matter what capacity you have physically, um, you can do Kundalini. I think that a lot of people get intimidated by, um, you know, when they see like super flexible people doing bendy yoga and standing yeah. on their heads and all of that. And that's all really cool. And, and, you know, big, more power to you if you can do that. But Kundalini, you know, you can do it sitting in a chair. Uh, you can do it waiting for your plane in the airport. You can do it waiting to pick up your kids from school. Um, you know, you don't have to be like super flexible. I to... feel like it, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, no, feel like, I feel like if you're at the airport and you just started chanting things, it could raise flags. Totally, absolutely. <laughs> He absolutely could, but you can always chant silently. You don't actually have to chant out loud. So okay, you know, got I, I, I've done it before. I didn't get flagged. Okay. My, um, actually we had her on this, on this podcast a few weeks ago, but one of my friends is like a, she's like a TikTok star. Um, and she makes these videos where she sings in a, this is unrelated, but also related. So like she 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 basically wears a, a like a leotard and goes around and makes like parodies of songs and it's actually it's it's very entertaining. But her big thing now is like she'll do some of these videos while she's waiting for like while she's in an airport waiting for a flight and like just to see the people to react like she 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 gives zero fucks and it's just really funny to watch like she's like because like. I, I'm on, I'm in airports all the time, you know, like I travel quite a bit for work and like most people just kind of keep them themselves. And like, if I saw some girl in a leotard dancing and singing, like it would be weird, right? It's just, it's just funny. So shout out to Elizabeth. Um, yeah, awesome. I, so, I okay. don't know. She's awesome. <laughs> so the yoga, 
aspect of it? Like, is it like a flow? Is it like, what would be like, cause I mean, my yoga knowledge, I mean, I guess I can give, I don't know. They, I guess they still exist. They don't exist in LA anymore, but like my first real yoga experience was like Y7, right? Which is very flow based. They do, you know, you do three flows, but you do, you do a flow and you do it again, you do it again. So like, that's kind of what I'm familiar with. So as far as like Kundalini yoga, is it similar? Is it completely different? Like if you've never yeah. done a yoga class? It really depends on the class that you get and the teacher that you get. Okay. Uh, because there is a huge library of teachings. Literally, it's called the library of teachings um, that has all of the different yoga sets and postures and kriyas. In Kundalini yoga, we call it a kriya. And what a kriya is, it could be one action, like it could be one meditation, or it could be a series of asanas or movements that are kind of flowing together for lack of a better word. So it really, it, 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 it could be that it could look very similar to a yoga flow. Um, but it could also just look like I'm sitting here meditating. So okay. it really depends on, on, on who you get as a teach, what, what Kriya you get. This as, is interesting. Yeah. And what, what you get as a teacher, but I will say that overall, generally speaking, um, in any Kundalini yoga class, you're going to do some pranayam or breath work. You're going to do some meditation and you're going to do some measure of moving the body through physical postures. So you'll, you'll hit on most likely you will hit on all of those, um, things. Okay. Um, and then is it, I'm assuming it's just normal, like it's not like hot yoga or anything, right? It's not heated or anything. No, like that. we don't heat the room in Kundalini yoga. Um, you could do it wearing your jeans half the time if you want. You don't even uh, have to like put on your yoga pants. Okay. It's really a householder's yoga. And by that I mean it, it's designed, you know, it's 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 accessible for you to be able to do it anywhere at any time for any length of time. Uh, to, if you need like a boost in energy, you can just do one minute of what we call breath of fire, which is just a quick inhale, exhale through the nose, a rhythmic inhale, exhale through the nose um, to give you like a boost of energy. If you need to get through, you know, the next podcast interview. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I tend to use caffeine. Yeah. Like, but fire could work too. But breath of fire could totally work. I'll teach you sometime. Can be, I mean, I feel like our listeners probably want to see me do a breath of yeah. fire. Yeah, like a quick one. Okay. So, so like, sit, up, would I, sit up straight, put both feet on the ground. I so like this. Like this, this is great. This is just so that we can let the energy flow fully. And you're going to focus on the tip of the nose. And it's an equal inhale, exhale, and rhythmic through the nose like this. Your navel is going to move, but you're not focusing on the navel. You're focusing on the equal inhale, exhale through the nose. Continue. We'll just do like 20 more seconds. Now inhale deep, 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 deep. Inhale deep, deep, deep. Hold the breath. Stretch the spine up. And exhale and relax. So that was okay. like 
Okay, listeners, I'm sorry, I just had to. So maybe you guys could have done that too. Maybe rewind it and try it with us. <laughs> I, 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 probably I know they're just like right. listening to us breathe. Like, oh. <laughs> you guys, this is the first time, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so a lot. So you guys do different types, but that's not the only type of breathing you guys Oh you guys no, there's, there are yeah, so yeah. many different pranayams, so many different teachings, so many different kriyas. Yeah, it's, okay. it's user's choice. And now when you're meditating, um, cause I was, I still meditate, but I don't do it. Like, uh, when I first started meditating, it was all about the, uh, the mantra, like whatever, whatever it might be. Everyone has a different one. You're not supposed to tell anyone what your mantra is. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's one, one method. Yeah. That's one method. Yeah. Um, so when you guys meditate, are you guys, is it? a sound is it a mantra or yeah so that the meditations are just as vast as the pranayams as just oh wow as the yoga set so there are so many meditations some of them use mantra some of them do not uh there is a even vaster library worth of mantra that 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 are used so it's not like you know we have one mantra that we use all the time. We do have one mantra that we often use all the time just to pair with the breath. So you might be chanting a mantra through your whole class silently to yourself over the breath. Um, but in terms of like the meditations that you're doing, you, I mean, like I said, it's wow. vast. So it's, it's rare that you're going to get the same mantra twice, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this is interesting because, yeah, because I, I, I like I said, now I don't do the mantra. I just do the meditation. But like I will say, I mean, well, it's probably around the time that we met. But like I was a lot more angrier, like consistently <laughs> well, before I before I started doing yoga and meditating. And I did feel like it calmed me down a little bit. Um, and then. Sorry, you guys, but the weed pop be discounted like you, you should say that again but like really know that that's 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 huge yeah. for you to say like I was angry and like now I'm less angry like that's a huge testimonial to yeah. whatever practice I'm still I, I mean I still get angry like I still I mean that I think I think because of how I grew up I think I'll always feel like I have a chip on my shoulder and because of the industry that I'm in but I am able like I did learn a lot from like, like I said, yoga and meditation and just like how breath, breathing can just help you in any situation, right? 100%. One breath can change your whole day. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, and people, I feel like do it without even recognizing, like, especially like I'll speak on like, in my instance, like performers, you know, like if you're about to do a show and get on stage and you get nervous or like, even like if you get into a fight or whatever, like you're like, okay, like I have to take a deep breath. But what they don't realize is like, yeah, it's like the breath is what's calming you down. Just like the notion of like being aware of what happened, taking it in, let it in, you know, release that energy. And, you know, but a lot of it comes from, like I said, for me, at least learning how to do yoga and meditating and stuff like that, like helped me. That's a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I love and, that. And it's funny because like, I mean, you know me, but like people, if they saw me, like, you know, like if I post a workout video or something like I'm posting, you know, I'm doing box jumps or doing something there, but like, I can't, it'd be weird for me to be like, okay, now I'm breathing. 
And now I'm really like, people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know, but like, it's, I mean, if you I, say so, if you say so, Pete, if, if, Pete, if <laughs> I looked at it, it was Pete was like, and now I'm breathing and you're like doing like whatever you're doing. I'd be like, damn, yeah, yes, you are. You keep breathing. Yeah, well, you'd be in the minority though. People are like, what the fuck <laughs> what's he doing? like one more weird thing um okay so that's interesting so there's lots of different types uh so like okay uh if someone like would you recommend this type of yoga to like someone like if someone was trying to get in shape for example let's say they wanted to lose weight like would you recommend this or would this be more of like a supplemental thing to like someone trying to lose weight or would it just depend on frequency so I would say, um, I'll just answer you with what my, my, one of my teachers always says, uh, you add Kundalini yoga. So we have, you know, so many testimonials from thousands of people around the world of how Kundalini yoga helps them. And, it, and, the, and those testimonials are just as varied and vast as the library of meditations that we have, right? So like everybody who has experienced a positive benefit with Kundalini yoga uh, has a unique story of, of how it helps them. Um, and so for that reason, you know, a lot of the meditations will say like, this is for weight loss or this is for blah, blah, blah. But that, that may or may not be your experience. You know, your experience should be, you know, what you turn to first. But to answer your question, um, you, you always just want to add Kundalini yoga. So let's say your goal is in fact to lose weight and you're, you know, changing your eating habits, you're working out, you know, three to six times a week, you're doing all of those things. You're not going to stop doing that and start doing Kundalini yoga because, you know, someone said it was good for weight loss. Right. You're just going to add Kundalini yoga to, to what you're already doing. And, um, it is my own personal experience that, um, let's just, I mean, just taking the example of weight loss, um, that the energetic sort of conditions that you can create with a yoga like kundalini yoga not to say that's the only way to do it you're creating energetic conditions that favor your body being the best body that it can be for you you're creating energetic conditions that favor you know uh shedding heaviness of all sorts mental emotional uh, you know, stagnation of energy, you're, you're opening up the channels and creating space for your body to operate at a higher octave than it has been operating. For some people that may look like weight loss, for some right. people that may look like, oh, I'm less tired and fatigued in the morning and I actually get up right out of bed and I, and I, I don't even need coffee anymore. Um, but it's going to be different for, for everyone. You said never need coffee anymore. Ever. I, I said ever. <laughs> I don't even. What did I say? Yeah, uh, it sounded like you said you'd never need coffee anymore. <laughs> right. Maybe that is what I said. <laughs> and I mean, I'm going to be honest, Joy. <laughs> you know and that's I, tall order, right? Do you know what's funny, though? I don't, I, I think I'm at the point now. So, like, so I, I mean, you know, I, I have late nights sometimes because I do shows and stuff, and then it's hard for me to go to sleep and whatever. But I tend to, unless I have to actually be somewhere, I don't even set my alarm in the morning. Like, I just mm -hmm. wait until I wake up whenever that is. So sometimes it might be six, sometimes it might be 5.30. Like, but once I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, 
I'll maybe close my eyes back again. And if I don't feel it coming, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to wake up. Right. And so I drink coffee in the morning, but I think now it's more just because I like it. Yeah. Is that weird? Is that no, weird? That's like, not weird at all. I'm at I the stopped, age where I like coffee, which is so that's weird. not weird at all. I stopped <laughs> drinking coffee when I was pregnant. Um, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done because I am a coffee addict. I will not lie. Um, and now I'm still nursing, so I'm trying to not have coffee. So I literally drink decaf coffee, which I never oh. thought I could do because like it seems like a waste of money. Yeah. But I just drink decaf coffee because I love the ritual of coffee so much yeah right? the, like, yeah that's what it is right it's like part of your you just like you wake up turn on the coffee machine and it's like you know right right and and, and now we even have uh i'll be honest uh ashton gets us like like shit i would never think about like we have a coffee grinder which is something that i never would have but like coffee tastes better when you ground the beans like it really does God, are you a coffee snob I'm not, well, I wasn't, but I think I am becoming one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got on and I'll give them a shout out. I don't care. I got on to uh, like the Black Rifle coffee. Oh, I don't know it. It's a long story and I don't know if I'm going to do it justice, but the guy who started it was a former Navy, is a former Navy SEAL. Um, and, you know, guys in Navy SEALs, I guess, drink coffee. <laughs> And, you know, because they were stationed all over the place and he just developed this love, not only for coffee, but of like picking the beans and knowing what a good bean is and whatever. So he actually loves making coffee uh, and he makes it like they're so good that like I need a little creamer. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, fitness people, but it is. I, it's true. But this is one of the few coffees where I've been able to actually drink it without creamer. And, but they have like multiple different like roasts and stuff. But anyway, um, with the Black Rifle, they uh, they donate like a certain percentage to like wounded veterans and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. So it's a cool company. And uh, yeah. So I like, I, I, I like, I, I mean, I just want to touch on something that you said. You said, well, you said that you put a little creamer. Sorry, fitness people. <laughs> um, because from from a yogic perspective and even, even a step further in Ayurvedic perspective, which is sort of the sister science to yoga, um, it talks more about lifestyle and diet. What it, what, wait, what's it called? Ayurveda. Ayurveda? Ayurveda, yeah. If you've ever like heard of like, what's your type? Like what's your dosha type? You could be a, a vata, pitta, kapha type person. That's, I've never that's, heard these words ever. You've never heard that before? Not one time. Okay, I'm not gonna get into it, but. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> From that perspective, right? It's all about um, checks and balances. It's all about assets and liabilities. So for you, you know, you might know that coffee uh, isn't really the best thing for you, or you might know that a little creamer isn't necessarily the best thing for you, right? Right. right. But because you enjoy it, and because you have made enough lifestyle choices, like being healthy and working out every day and, you know, doing all these, maybe your, your yoga and meditation, whatever you're making all of these other choices that are sort of canceling out whatever quote unquote bad choices you might be weight making. And that's not even the right word. Cause it's not like right. a moral thing. Like you're not bad for having creamer in your coffee. For sure. It's just, you know, how to, you know, how to counterbalance a choice that maybe isn't like, you know, the best thing for you in that moment. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I think, yeah, I just think like, uh, you know, something like you use creamer. I'm like, yeah, dude, because 
like it tastes delicious. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, because <laughs> until like literally like a few months ago, like I could not drink just coffee. My girlfriend can just like the worst. Like we used to get like Folgers, and she would just drink it. Like, I'm sorry, Folgers, but it's not the best tasting coffee. Um, and she'll just drink it black. Like she just drinks black. But she grew up on a fucking farm. Like that's just how they roll, you know. Legend. I love she, Ashley. Dude, she, okay, she, <laughs> she's so much more of like, in terms of like, if something needs to be fixed or like manual labor, like she has me beat by so many points. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so, uh, okay, so this is all very interesting. This is why, this is good. This is why I wanted to have you on because I'm sure like me, other people are listening like, wow, this is a bunch of stuff that I did not know. Uh, so, I mean, I'm assuming there's Kundalini play, like now is Kundalini like a place or like a thing where it's like, you would have to go to a specific studio that's just that, or like do some yoga studios have like, okay, but this is, you know, whatever the name of the yoga place is. And we also have this class that's Kundalini kind totally. of Totally, yeah, I've experienced both you know, okay. in my life, both studios that are 100% dedicated to Kundalini yoga and maybe do, uh, maybe offer other things from time to time and, and the opposite studios that, um, like I know like Aloe, I mean, am I allowed to say a brand name? Yeah, you can say, you can say brand names. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I already I shot out Black I, Rifle, so. I don't, I mean, I don't know what they're doing for classes now, obviously, because, you know, so many studios closed and whatever, yeah. but um, I know that they had a Kundalini offering and, and they, they don't specialize in Kundalini, but they had a Kundalini. Okay. So you can, you know, it, it, for people who are interested in giving it a try, I would recommend just going on YouTube and yeah. typing in Kundalini yoga meditation and finding one that they feel good doing and then do it every day for 40 days and just see what happens. Just come at it from a perspective of, you know what? I'm curious. Like, I want to see how this feels in my body. Cause you really need, like, there's something magical about that 40 day mark. So you could pick one meditation. That's three minutes long. I mean, anyone can do three minutes of meditation a day. I'm sorry. I don't care how busy you are. You can do yeah. three minutes of meditation, um, do it for 40 days and see how it feels. And if after 40 days you go, wow, yeah, I actually noticed that I didn't snap at my kid, you know, for like leaving the fridge open, or I didn't, you know, I didn't cut off that guy in traffic. And actually, no, I, 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 I cut him off. I, I cut him off. I just didn't yell at him as I, I just didn't off. yell at him and split him <laughs> off after. <laughs> or vice versa. I didn't yell at him, flip him off after right. he cut for me cutting off. Me off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's a good, that's a good recommendation. Uh, so what's it, you're, you're in a, you guys are in Venice, right? Yeah, I live in Marina del Rey. Oh, Marina del Rey. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're teaching, I know like places, I'm still not back home yet. Um, some places are open and some places aren't, right? Yeah, I, I think the gyms and studios are open. Uh -huh. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure what the official... <laughs> word yeah. is at this point and if it's changing sometime soon um i know that a lot of gyms uh are opting you know to have more outdoor space which is right. great i mean working yeah. out outdoors is just love it especially great. right now yeah especially right now so um 
So, yeah, I think it's, it's really just a matter of your comfort level. You know, if you don't right. feel good going into a studio right now, then don't go into a studio. Don't go. Yeah. That's what I at home. Do it outside. Now, this is what I've been saying. And this is even before like things were like open. I felt that they should have opened gyms earlier or, and then just let people decide whether or not they wanted to go. Like, cause I remember, I remember seeing a post of yours like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I pissed off a lot of people, but I'm like, I'm like this gym that I'm at, you know, there's, there's sanitizing wipes, there's spray, there's socially distanced machines. Like they're taking for car, there's temperature checks, like all these things. And like, you know, I was traveling once like comedy clubs kind of opened back up again, you know, like, I don't know, August, I, I went back to work September, um, but like, like I would go to different places and I'm like, yeah, like, why can't they do this in California? Like people don't have to come, but they're taking the, the gym's a lot cleaner now. And I just wish that they would have given like our friends back home the choice to yeah. keep working and, and let people make the decision for themselves other than just be like, okay, we're shutting it all down. Cause I know a lot of gyms, and I'm sure you do that are no longer in business because of this, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would say though, that I think that it's also um, a testament to, you know, the individual's uh, um, stamina in terms of like, I need to work out every day. Yeah. And I need to do it for my mental, physical, and emotional health. I need to do it for the health and well-being of my family. If I don't, I'm not a nice person. And 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 I'm gonna find a way to do that, even if the gym I go to every day is closed, versus the person that's like, oh, my gym's closed. I better not like work. I'm just not gonna work out. Right. Right. And there's a lot like, of those people. Find yeah. a way. Like I clear off my patio. I, you know, do my videos, you know, on my computer. I, of course, it doesn't have that same like energy as going to take a live class. Right. But I think the people who 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 knew that 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 they needed to continue to to be physical found the ways to do that. They went, sure. and they they logged into their, you know, their Zoom workouts or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, to see how many businesses and gyms completely, you know, lose all of their, what? Sorry. Hey, look it. You want to say hi? Oh. How did you <laughs> up? I Sorry. I have to type the code. I have to type the code on the iPad. Hashtag mom life. Hashtag What's up or Orlando? He doesn't remember me. <laughs> hey buddy. Can you? <laughs> Go upstairs, honey, because it's a little bit long. His hair's so long. Yeah, it needs. He needs. To go <laughs> uh, okay, so, but are you are you personally right now? I know you just had a baby, so you're probably taking time off, right? Well, I had a baby four months ago, so my yeah. time off is done. <laughs> I'm I'm back at work, and actually, when I when I announced that I was taking clients again, I, I was like zero to 60. Everybody was just like, let's work out. And I'm like, okay, yeah. hold on, slow down a little bit. Cause <laughs> I'm not quite in like, you know, fighting shape yet. Like I'm, I'm getting there, but yeah, I'm not quite back. So, um, I'm trying to pace myself with the clientele. Um, but I do a handful of private clients and then I do teach a yoga class once a week. Okay, cool. Uh, no, no more like a, like dance or anything like that. Yeah, no, most of my private clients are, um, I, we do the dance based fitness. Okay. Um, I just launched shameless plug. I just I launched see. this program called the manifest 
meditation workout. So it is a dance-based uh, workout. I mix in a little bit of the Kundalini yoga, but it's basically, um, it's an online you know, thing. So you sign up and do it online with me. But um, I wanted to find a way to use some of the yogic principles and what I know about uh, yoga and, and frame it in a way for somebody who maybe isn't that interested in yoga, right? I wanted to, th those sort of pillars of how your body moves through space and how that can be used to manifest what you want uh, in a way that was approachable and fun and, and more fitness-based rather than yoga-based. So um, I'm very excited about it. So this is called the manifestation workout. Manifestation workout. It's launched, or it, we start on um, August fifteenth. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited so about it. It took me ten years to get this thing out okay. into the world. Yeah. So by the time they hear this, it will have started, but you guys can still sign up. I'm sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, we're in the we're we're recording this a little bit ahead of time. Sorry, guys. PD's got stuff to do, so I'm just getting these episodes recorded beforehand. <laughs> But if you guys want, yeah, the manifestation workout. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you have links on your socials and everything. Yep. Got it. Cool. So like the manifestation workout. So like, let's say, for example, I wanted to, uh, I want my comedy special to be on HBO. Yes. So I could do something that can manifest that into happening with this workout program that will teach me yeah. how to w walk or a certain way. Well, you're really good with the manifesting already. I know that sure. about you. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you have any, you know, <laughs> I don't think you need any tips from me. But um, so, yeah. So if you're asking, like, how would, how would you use that goal in the manifestation workout? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So the way that it works is first we set up your personal mantra, uh -huh. uh, which is basically just an aff affirmation. Yeah. So you, um, you work with the worksheets, the PDFs, and you, you design a personal mantra that is going to be what you're either audibly saying or just internally reciting yeah. uh, while I'm leading you through the manifestation workout. Okay. So the, the workout happens in three stages. The generation stage is basically where you're putting the purchase order out into the universe, but you're also sort of listening to what um, maybe the universe is trying to tell you in terms of how it feels, how it sounds, how it looks, like if there are any whispers of action that you need to be taking uh, in order to, to, to get there. And the way that you sort of um, correspond your movement to that type of, um, that type of intelligence, let's call it universal intelligence, yeah. is you start to lull your body, your conscious mind and your body into sort of a meditative state. So in the generate phase, you're sort of, um, you're sort of a moving meditation. It's very repetitive and you're trying to just listen for any clarity around what you have stated the goal is. Huh. The second stage is the organizing phase. And as you know, when you manifest, um, you put out the purchase order and then you just keep going every day. You keep working every day. You keep putting one foot in front of the other and you keep intentionally uh, moving in the direction of the goal without any idea of how it's going to happen. You well, just take I'm, intentional inspired movement. Yeah. I'm glad you said this because 
I talk about this a lot, like, cause you can manifest something, but like, you still have to do the things right. that will make, like, you can't just be like, right. I want to, I want to be, I want to be this and just sit exactly. around and not do shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Like you could speak those things, but like, you still got to do the things. Exactly. You okay. still have to keep moving forward with precision, with as much precision and intention as you had at the beginning. Right. right. Yep. So after you get to a certain point where you're like, Shh, I should have seen something already. Like, gosh, why isn't this working? That's the point when you know you have to recommit and, and, and continue and keep up that same level of intention and yep. precision. So the types of movements that correspond to that in your psyche are like the muscular musculature movements where you're hitting a specific angle and it doesn't matter how tired you are. You're hitting that angle over and over and over and over and over again, because you're, you're literally sculpting yourself. Right. Right. So those are the types of movements, very precise. Uh, strengthening movements. And then the third phase is my favorite phase. It's the um, delivering phase uh, where you just get to feel absolute ecstatic gratitude and joy for already having the thing that you think is in the future, already it being a part of your psyche, a part of your physicality. And what that translates to in terms of how your body is moving is dance cardio. Yes. I love (laughs) it crank up the music super loud and you felt it before where where you just start moving in synchrony with in in, in synchron synchronization with uh with the rhythm with the yeah. rhythmic intelligence with the music and you can let yourself just feel happy and grateful and ecstatic and joyful so it's really training your body to embody the the physical manifestation of the visual visualization if that makes sense yeah like this is this is this is very well thought out, Joy. Yeah, it took me ten years. To this isn't just like, hey, come work out with me online. This is like, there's levels to this shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask you some hard questions now. Not okay. that my questions weren't hard, but these are a little bit harder questions. Okay, um, okay. ready? Um, give me uh, who are three people, and you don't have to know these people, but three people that have been the most influential in your life? Um, so the first person is Guru Jagat. Um, she is my Kundalini yoga teacher and okay. mentor. She passed away actually on Monday. And so she is fresh on my mind. Oh, Joy, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I- it's, Way to bring it's the been, podcast down. It's been, <laughs> it's been a, a, a tough couple of days. Oh, but but um, what I will say about her uh, is that she- always, I mean, one of the mantras in Kundalini yoga that we use is keep up, keep up, keep up, keep up. And I know that, uh, she's, she's waiting to see what all of us are going to do. You know, she's, she's wherever she is. Uh I don't know where that is, but wherever she is, she is, um, she's rooting for us to, to keep up and keep putting one foot in front of the other. So, um, yeah, that is the only person that comes to mind right now. I'm trying to okay. think who else. Um, now, some people have hard, a hard time with this question. This is a tough one. Yeah, I told you they were tough, Joy. I literally said these are some tough questions, and here we go. <laughs> Give me a second. Hold on. I want to think mm-hmm. of something else. Jewel. <laughs> Jewel, like the Jewel, singer. The like singer. Jewel's- 
who will save your soul, Jewel? Yeah, like, yeah, Jewel. Okay. okay. Um, Why? Story is, uh, did you know that she was homeless when she was 15? Everyone knows a story about Jewel living in the car, fucking. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then and then sold her album. Like, yeah, everyone knows that. I mean, I hope you guys know that. You do story. know '90s music. Yeah, but there's there's people. You don't know Tong. There's people yeah. listening though that probably don't know who Jewel is, which is probably that's true. Scene. Okay, yes. But, so, yeah. um, folk singer from the '90s, yeah, beautiful voice of an angel that would make a gargoyle cry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my my friend actually, my friend and client actually just told me this story um because she saw her at like a benefit or something and she and and she was talking about her life and I didn't actually know this um until my friend told me but she uh was like shoplifting because she needed to feed herself and she like looked in the mirror and saw herself and was like I'm not going to become a statistic and at that moment decided that she was only going to feed herself positive thoughts and, you know, started walking around singing on the streets and, and, and kept infusing herself with, with positive thoughts and became a, I mean, however many platinum selling recording yeah. artist and, and yeah. all around like amazing, amazing person. So yeah. Jewel. She was fresh on my mind. Yeah, shout out to Jewel. Do you have a third one? Do you really want a third? I'm like trying to. No, think. It, it's okay. I, we, we've had other guests that were only able that were only able to name two, so it's fine. Now, now I feel like you're like calling me out. No, I'm not. Guests that have only been able. No, to I, I no, I my, my point is that I understand it's a hard question. Like, <laughs> um, is is she still married to Kenny Chesney? I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like as a pop culture ish podcast i should know these things uh, if i had an assistant handy i could look it up but um okay let's manifest that an yeah. repeat. okay <laughs> um okay next question um if you uh if someone wanted to get into your line of work like training being a yoga instructor what advice would you give them i would tell them that the most important thing that you can do as a teacher uh, is be the example, is be the living example. So it is required, is it a, it's a requirement in order for you to give something to someone, you have to have it yourself. Yeah. So whatever it is you want to give, if you want to give, you know, the, the technology of Kundalini yoga, if you want to give, uh, you know, people the ability to uh, sweat and then wring their shirt out after, <laughs> uh, whatever it is you want to give, you have to embody yourself. You have to do it yourself. You have to be the example yourself. So um, if you're not willing to do it yourself, you're never going to be able to teach it to someone else. I get it. I like it. Um, this one may be hard, maybe not. I don't know. Um, what's your biggest failure and how did you learn from it? My biggest failure. Oh no, Joy's frozen. Okay, no, I, oh, I it. Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's a failure because I did learn from it. So if it's, if you learn from it in my book, it's not yeah. a failure. Hang on, Joy. You're, oh no, there you go. You were frozen on the screen, but we're good okay. now. 
So just to recoup in case you didn't get that, in my opinion, because Uh you learned from it, it's not a failure anymore. So, but I will say this, um, and it's kind of like, it's weird and funny, whatever. I was, I did a multi-level marketing company. (laughs) We all did. Of course we all did. And to be fair, I actually got pretty high up in the thing. Like, you know, it was like, and, and also to be fair, I still do very much believe in that, that company and that product for me. I feel like I know what it is now. It just wasn't, it, it wasn't a right fit for me. Right. Right. Um, and so in that, in that respect, because I, I really did see like a vision with that. I really did see myself like going to the top and like getting the car. <laughs> like I, I really, really wanted that. And I really put my heart and soul into it. Um, I'm not ashamed of it at all, but I didn't, I didn't get to that point with it. You know, I didn't, right. I didn't get the car. <laughs> okay. Hold on. You you don't have to name this company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it's is it the company that you recommended a product to me? Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I, we, I we, wasn't we selling it at that time yeah, though. I just honestly to... thought that you would like it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So when I was in college, I got involved in one where we sold. It, it was we sold knives. Cutco. Yes, dude. Nice. <laughs> Dude, okay, my like, okay, I got sold so hard because as a college student, as most of us are like struggling, you know, like you probably have some job. It's hard to have a job in college because you got to study, but I was poor. So, like, I needed some money. And so I had a job and I was going to school. And then this, like this, the, the, the signs they put all around school were like, I want to say this is going to age me, but whatever. Um, it was like $12, $12 an hour to start. And I'm like, wait, what? Cause at that time, right. minimum, minimum wage was like five bucks. I, I want to say maybe five twenty-five. So that was like more than twice as much. And I'm like, what? So I show up to the meeting and they show us what we're going to sell, but they take us to like one of those, not only did they, did they tell us what we're going to sell, but they took us to like one of those like big, like corporate gatherings where everyone so-and-so made last month and -and so-and-so got a car and you're, I'm like, oh fuck, dude, this is it, dude. This is how I'm going to be balling. And I lasted, (laughs) I lasted like three weeks and I was like, this is whack, dude. This is, but I did get some cool knives out of it. I don't, I don't trust anyone that didn't give that a shot at some point. Like (laughs) seriously, like, but, but here's the thing. And this is why I say it wasn't a failure. I really did genuinely learn a lot about how to approach someone uh, in a way that that doesn't feel like skeezy and weird and ask for something that you want. And and I think that a lot of people, especially creative people, um, sort of sell themselves short before it's like, it's time for the ask. Like, here's here's what I have and and here's what what, um, I wanna do with it. Will you buy this? is such a powerful tool to have in anything because I don't care who you are, you're selling something. And if you're creative, you're most likely selling your own, you know, personality. (laughs) So to be able to, to be able to actually sit down with someone and say, will you buy this is, was like a huge, a huge um, lesson for me that I still use to this day in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, Okay. One more question. Uh, 
if you were me, okay, just, this is a weird question, but it makes sense. If you were me, what would you have asked you that I didn't ask you? <laughs> I know it's a weird, but it makes sense. It totally makes sense. And from like an interviewer's point of view, that's like exactly yeah. what you want to know, right? Like, what yeah, didn't yeah. I get? To? Tell me more about this. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. What would I have asked me? Um. And then, do I have to answer it? <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> to answer the question that you would have asked me that you should have asked me um okay well, I'll, I'll while you think about this i will ask another one just because okay. um because i didn't touch on it what we kind of did but not really but like how do you manage to how have you managed to you know keep yourself in shape I, obviously you had you had orlando right after we met initially um and then i remember you were very quickly got back into like pre pre baby shape. And so that's obviously a thing that a lot of women have to deal with. So like, what did you what worked for you? Or like, how did you do that? Because a lot of times, you know, women have babies, and it's hard, they can't get that body back for whatever reason. Yeah. So um, I would say with Orlando, the process was different than it has been with Eddie. Um, with Eddie, with Orlando, I will say my older son, I was, um, more uh not obsessed but i was more interested in seeing the numbers go down on the scale yeah. quickly but you um, were also you worked out in your pregnancy for a long right, time right so i will say like just from a bare bones like nuts and bolts like this is how it works perspective the fitter you are before the pregnancy is directly correlated to how quickly it will come off after so because I, I was already very fit before, I will say that relatively speaking, all things equal, um, I think that it, it did, it came off pretty quickly. And I will admit that I was more interested in seeing that number go down quickly with my first son than I have been with my second son. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because I am finding, um, that like the like how did you get back in shape after the baby question is like getting really old <laughs> not to yeah. say not i'm not i'm not nothing thanks, against joy. You. thanks joy it's, just, it's not <laughs> this is my last podcast it's not something that i think that um generally speaking that women need to really be worried about in yeah. in in these precious precious moments with with your baby i'm an asshole um, no, that's not what I meant to say at all. You're not an asshole. Our listeners hate it me is, now. And, and, and like, if we are talking about like the form and function, like I said, like the nuts and bolts of like, this is how it works, yeah. intermittent fasting and working out every day. Got that's, it. that's how to do it, right? Or at least that's how I'm doing it. That's okay. how it's working for me. What, okay, so what's your, uh, so just a quick one. What's your time window for intermittent fasting? So... <laughs> So I don't actually measure the time window because intermittent fasting is kind of just how my body naturally likes to eat anyway. Got so it. I'm not sitting there going like, oh, it's seven o'clock. Like I need to have my last meal so that I can fast for however many hours. It's just, I naturally skip breakfast. Oh. That's how I've always been. 
I've, 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 I never was interested in eating breakfast. I don't eat typically until like one o'clock. Ever. Pretty much. And like I said, it's not like something that I'm sitting there going, oh, I can't eat until blah, 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 because I, my fast. It's just, that's how my body likes to no, work. No breakfast. No. So you never eat eggs? I mean, on weekends, if we're having breakfast all together as a family, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, you know, we're sitting down to have breakfast or brunch or whatever, but like during the day when I'm working and the reason why I think is because I always work in the mornings and I can't eat before cardio. Yeah. I just can't do it. I, if I have a, even a tiny little thing before I start jumping around, it comes up. <laughs> Dude, I would talk about this all the time. Like, uh, this is a real thing. And for me, it was more, it was the morning, but it was also like the night before. Like if I was teaching dance in the morning, right. I'm like, yeah. I can't eat right. pizza or something. Cause yeah, like it might want to come out when I'm teaching and that's right. not, that, that's a very unpleasant feeling. Right. <laughs> so I get but that. that. All that being said, you know, I'm not saying that intermittent fasting is the end all and the be all for everyone. Everybody's different. Yeah. Everyone's different. But for me, that that's, that's how it, yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. And maybe this actually ties into the question that I couldn't answer before, um, which is like, the question that I would ask myself is like, what, what keeps you coming back? Like yeah. to fitness, to Kundalini yoga, like what, what makes you tick? Yeah. What, what, what turns you on so to speak? Like what gets you going? Like why, why yeah. do you do it? you and for me it is i i i want to inspire through movement i i want my movement to represent uh a a trust and a knowingness that my body and the experience of this body and my intuition around how to take care of it is is rooted in in um authenticity and joy even though like that's my name, like it's. Cheap. I was like, unintended. Like, <laughs> I I I want to, to to empower people to trust whatever choices that they know are right for them, because like I said, intermittent fasting is not going to be right for everyone. Dance cardio is not going to be right for everyone, but it's going to be right for someone. Yeah. So yeah, that's. That's what I want to do. I want everybody, I want everyone to know that whatever they want, whether it's changing the shape of their body or whether it's being interviewed on late night television yeah. for their new Netflix special. That's right. That's right. That, that, that that's already a reality for them. Yes, baby. It is. Joy, see then. It's 4.30. It's 4.30. My son, my son um, is keeping time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're done, Orlando. Don't worry. Uh, that, yeah, I like that, man. Um, Joy, tell everyone uh, where they could, we'll put it in the show notes, but just tell everyone where they can find you on social. Yeah. So Instagram and TikTok, I am Joy Lilikoi. That's J-O-I-L-I-L-I-K-O-I. Okay. And the website is We Are Haumea, H-A-U-M-E-A. We Are Haumea, all one word. Uh, and that's where you can find um, my offerings and my programs and a lot of free stuff too. So if you want to try Kundalini Yoga, just give it a try for free. You can find that uh, on the website. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll include that in the show notes. Uh, you make TikToks now, huh? 
Yeah, and I'm a little bit TikTok famous too. Just oh, oh shit. Okay, I suck at TikTok. I just you would love it. I feel like that would be the perfect forum for you. I think it would be, but like, like you have to do it. Well, I mean, I put I put my stand up clips, but I don't make like I think like the people that do really well on TikTok are people that specifically make content just for TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like well, what's I, cool about TikTok is people like to learn things on TikTok. So yeah. if you're like actually teaching something, interesting, that usually does well. Is that Eddie? This hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, look at those little cheeks. This is the first time a baby's been on the podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We've had a lot of we've had a few moms, but no babies on the podcast. Hey, me. buddy. Hi. <laughs> um, okay, Joy. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I know it's valuable with your job and children and whatnot. Um, follow Joy, check out the website, check out Kundalini, follow her, all that stuff. Um, thank you guys for listening. Joy, hang on for a second when I hang up. Um, thank you guys for listening, Performination, and we'll see you guys next time on the podcast. <laughs>